Welcome to Living Rural, a podcast on home financing and mortgages for rural living. I'm Michelle Sandin, your host and your Rural First Consumer Lending Officer with Farm Credit Services of America. Let's dive into the world of rural home financing together. On this episode of Living Rural, I have in the studio with me Kirsten from Cretel Building. So welcome, Kirsten. Hi, how are you? Good, good. Glad you could join me today. So I wanted to bring you in um, to talk about shouses and, and barn dominiums. It's becoming quite popular um, at Rural First. We have an awesome construction product, and we really strive on our one-time close. So with that, you know, we always want the plans and bids up front of what the customer is doing. So it seems lately that the shouses and the bar dominiums are becoming very, very popular. Yes, they are. And kind of the difference of the two that we look at is the shouse sometimes is more um, shop area, you know, maybe half shop, half living. And the barn dominium is still what looks like a shop, but it's all living area in the front. So, or on the inside, if you might say. So I guess what I want to kind of discuss with you today is kind of a little bit about your company, because I know there's a lot of companies out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like I said, just about the shouses and the barn dominiums that you do. So if you wouldn't mind taking a couple minutes and just tell me about your company and kind of what you specialize and maybe how you're different than any other um, barn dominium or shouse companies out there. Sure, sure. So, you know, we're a family-owned company. We're out, out of based out of Hastings, Nebraska, but we serve the entire state. Um, we also push into a little bit of Iowa, a little bit of Kansas. Uh, we've even gone as far as Cheyenne. So we kind of push into those other areas as well. We do anything from small cabins to ag buildings to sports facilities. Um, and then, of course, the barn dominiums and the shouses are just exploding, um, yes. as you've probably seen. Yes. Um, so that's kind of fun. Um, one thing that I I think that people confuse the pole barn building with the post frame construction. So sometimes I'll have uh, customers call in and they're they're wanting me to match a bid that maybe has columns in the ground. So when we're building anything for living um, quarters, we're not going to do columns in the ground. Anything that's climate controlled or that you're going to live in, we're going to do concrete footings around the perimeter, and then we're going to steel bracket our columns to that. So we call that post frame construction instead of a pole barn building. Sometimes people think of that. Um, they can they confuse the two terms okay. um, or whatever. But um, there's a few things that we do differently than other companies um, that we're really proud of. Mm-hmm. And one of them is uh, we have a lot more lumber in our, in our structures than a lot of our competitors. So we set all of those trusses four foot on center. So every four feet, you're going to have a truss. Those trusses are engineered um, and they're, they're, they're designed um, especially for your structure, right? So we're going to send all of our plans into engineering specific to that structure. And so a lot of our companies are setting their trusses six to even eight foot on center. Um, But we feel like that just gives us a lot more strength in your building. So we're able to get up to those uh, wind loads and snow loads that we want. Um, We kind of approach the strength of steel with that. And then the other thing that we do differently are that no one else is doing that I know of is that we are building on basements. So that is one thing that everyone asks, you know, we live in Nebraska, so there's the storm question, you know, um, some of our customers will just do a safe room. So a lot of them are just making their footprint a little larger to, to allow for a safe room. Or recently, people are building a safe room around their pantry area, which, mm-hmm. you know, yes. there's no better place to be stuck than your pantry, right? <laughs> Grab some chips and cookies while you're down there. But I have seen that a lot on plans that come yeah. in. So yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, but we can build on basements. So we do flat work con- concrete. Um, so if you're going to do a basement, someone else is actually going to going to do that for us because we don't do we don't pour the walls we don't have the frames for that we just need to be in communication with your 
concrete person um, to make sure that they're building to our specs. That was one question I had is, do you provide the concrete or you're asking the customer to kind of sub or, or sub that out? So do you have um, people that you kind of refer or are you asking, and that's maybe kind of leads into my next question is, uh, the interior work. Do you do the interior work as well, or does your company just simply s supply kind of the shell of the building? Right. So what we do is the first thing we're going to do is we're going to build those concrete footings around the perimeter, mm -hmm. unless you're doing a basement. If you're doing a basement, someone else is going to be, you know, pouring those walls. Um, then we're going to um, your plumber, whoever you've contacted to do your plumbing is going to come do the rough in, and then we're going to pour that concrete pad on. And so then after that, we're going to build the exterior shell of the building with all of the, the trusses, the columns, um, the metal side or the, you know, the steel siding. And then we're going to install all the doors, windows and overhead doors. So that way, when we pull off the site, nothing is exposed to elements because that's not going to make you happy. That's not going to make us look good. So right. we, we will not start a build unless all of the materials are on site because our turnaround time is so fast. Um, and we're start to finish four to six weeks on a build. Oh, wow. And okay. it goes really fast. So sometimes if customers have a special front door that they want, that's fantastic. But I tell them you need to order that right away because if it's not there when we're ready to build, your building's going to get pushed back in our schedule because, like I said, it goes so fast. We have to have everything on site before we start. So you get it all enclosed, and then mm -hmm. it's the customer that comes in and will do the uh, They the do interiors. all the, yes. Okay. Yeah, so we do none of the interior framing or the finish, um, but we do, we are finding that with the, with the popularity of these barnuminiums, with the popularity of the DIY mm -hmm. culture, yes. you know, a lot of our customers have never built a house before, yes. and now they find themselves in the general contractor role, and they really don't know where to start. So we've been trying to work with them, um, you know, as far as we're, we have a work in progress of a checklist that kind of has, you know, have you contacted your plumber? What are you going to do for your HVAC? Are you doing in-floor heat? You know, different things like that, that kind of goes through, that helps them think through that process. And then you mentioned um, the referrals. Since our, ter our territory is so large, it mm -hmm. is hard for us to say, hey, in Pender, Nebraska, we recommend this person. And in Scotts Bluff, we're going to recommend this person, right? So um, we are kind of doing a work in progress too. But just because one person does a fabulous job on one of our builds, I mean, I need to know that that person does a fabulous job on all of their builds before I recommend them to you because you're going to come back on us if, if you don't like the work that's been done. Sure. So when a borrower or customer comes to you, are you wanting to know that they have all their subs already in order and in line before before you kind of start or does that matter or no no we're I'd say we're probably the it's a lot of homework and yes. we're probably one of the very first stops or first okay. checks on that list so our customer base base varies um, as widely as our structures do so some of them will come to me and they've already hired an architect okay. they have their exact plans they know exactly what they want um, some of them will have found something online that they want to match, or maybe they have a competitor, um, you know, another company that they want to match, just price match. Sure. Others have no idea at all, and they just call, and they're like, how much is the show? Yes. <laughs> I'm like, well, I need a little more information than that, you know. Right. Um, and then the other million-dollar question is, what is your price per square foot? That's They call, and they're like, all I want, I don't even want to talk to you. I just want to know your price per square foot. I just, there's just no way to do that. Right. Um, so basically, I need to know somewhat of size because that's going to come into play. I need to know what are you pulling into that garage? You know, mm -hmm. some of us, some of them are, are farmers. They've got heavy equipment. We need thicker concrete. We need larger mm -hmm. doors. Some of them are not. Um, and then the other thing, 
that I get is people will call and say, I just want to know what the price, like they see something on Facebook, yes. right? And they're like, I just want to know what that, what does that cost? And I'm like, well, that's, that's hard for me to say because that build was in Lincoln, Nebraska, mm-hmm. and you're wanting to build, you know, in Harrisburg, sure. you know? And so we have to figure in our mileage. We have to figure in freight. Mm-hmm. Um, and then not only those type of things, but, you know, we, can, we have to batch our concrete within 45 minutes of our build. And so your concrete prices vary greatly between the very west and the very east end of the state as well. So there's a lot of thing that comes into play. But if I can just talk with you for just five minutes and just get like a basic size, what are you going to use your garage for? Where are you located? I can give you like a ballpark. So that initial bid, I just kind of give you, this is kind of what your build's going to cost, but I'm not going to include doors and windows yet mm-hmm. at, that, at that initial bid because those vary so greatly. Mm-hmm. Are you doing a high-end window? Are you doing a mid-level window? Um, doors, as you know, they can yes. be anywhere from, you know, 400 to $4,000. Yes. Mm-hmm. So we just kind of do those basic things there. And then if, if we're kind of in your ballpark, um, then we can explore that further. And then we price things out. We get the bid cleaned up and very specific and custom. Gotcha. So I know you related to this a little bit earlier. So because I've had people bring pictures off Pinterest, right? Yes. Or Facebook yes. or whatever. Pinterest so, is our oh, best yes. friend and worst enemy. Yes. <laughs> yes. So if they have their plans already, great. If somebody doesn't, do you have different plans and specs that you can kind of show them and sit down and, and make it kind of what they want? Yeah. So a lot of times people will just start texting me pictures like, yes. I like this and I like that and I this floor plan works except for we need to move the bedroom over here, you know. And as far as the actual interior floor plan, that doesn't matter a whole lot to me. I just need to know more of the size because the thing that makes us different from stick built is that all of our load bearing is in the perimeter. Sure. So we can have those buildings wide open and you can do whatever you want with your floor plan. We don't have to worry about a load bearing wall. We don't have to worry about any of that. And so that's kind of what makes these fun. Right. And like you said, you kind of want to know, um, what's going into to that? Do we yes. need the heavier concrete? Do we need more we footings? Or like, the, like the safe room. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. we need to add add footings um, wherever your safe room is going to be. So we need to know that. There's some other things that uh, your location is going to come into play, like Lancaster County is going to require you to do foam insulation on those footings, mm-hmm. where some aren't, you know, the Iowa places more towards Glenwood, you're going to have to have deeper footings, or if you're in a sandy area. So all of that comes into play. Mm-hmm. It kind of sounds like we're, we do a lot of the initial um, upfront with the customer because I have people call and, and they, they want to build, right? But right. they have no idea what they want to build, where do they want to start, <laughs> Yep. you know, the numbers that they might have an idea in mind, but once they get with the contractor, that number is going to change. And so I've really strived on educating the customer Yes. with, it's going to take time. The construction product project itself takes time. This is something that you're probably going to be in for a long time, if not for the rest of your life. Um, so finding a contractor, whether you're going to self-general a lot of this, or you have a self or a general contractor, um, you, that's a relationship you're going to build. Mm-hmm. And so you're going to work with them for 12, 18 months sometimes, or maybe with the pole barn a little bit shorter. But you know, if there's changes, everybody's okay with it. So I really educate that this is going to be a, a work in progress for a while, right? So, and because we order our as completed appraisal, I need to know plans, bids, specs, what all is yes. going into this project. So if somebody brings me just, this is a shell, we're not, we're not ready to submit that because my value is going to be based on what is in this property, what is on this property, you know, how much land. So I think sitting down with them and saying, okay, plans, bids, specs, what all are you putting into this project? 
takes time. And it's just, and it's funny how you have all different aspects of customers. Some know, some don't, but it, it takes a while. And, and the construction project, I mean, sometimes I'll get somebody pre-approved and I might not see them for three or four months because Absolutely. they're working on this. Yeah. Yes. And it's hard to get all of that lined up. And yeah. so I think you kind of get a little respect for a general contractor after you, you do through the process. <laughs> um, and you learn a lot along the way. And, mm-hmm. you know, we try to help our customers out as much as we can, but a lot of that will fall on to them as far as, you know, finding that right plumber or finding that right dry drywall person. Right. Right. Exactly. Um, I think you had said earlier too, that there was certain areas that you build in. Are you I think you had mentioned like Wyoming, which actually our Farm Credit Services of America actually has an office out there in Wyoming. But what, where other places did you say that you had built? So we, um, I wouldn't say we have a barn dominium in every county, okay. but I think we have a structure of some sort, whether it's an ag building, a sports facility, you know, garage, something in almost every county in the state of Nebraska. And then after that, when I find out where you're located, you know, we kind of have a circle on a map of, of our territory of how far we'll go out. And that kind of depends on the size and scope of the building. So we're probably not going to go to Cheyenne, you know, for a, a 800 square foot garage. Right. But, you know, we might go out there for one of these one of these fancy builds. The builds are evolving <clears throat> as quickly as kind of the financing and other things for these. Mm-hmm. You know, we have um, a lot of different projects going up this summer. So... Right away, we're going to have a little cabin on a little riverfront. Mm-hmm. It's just a rectangle building with a full front porch. So we go from something small like that to a great big build that we have um, going up in Pender, Nebraska. And it's going to has a wall of windows and a huge chimney. That top of that chimney, I think we calculated, it's actually going to be at 33 feet. Oh, um, wow. And it's a beautiful build. Um, and then those are kind of more of your traditional things. And then we also have a build going up this summer near Seward that is going to be a monotruss and very modern, very sleek. So it's got that single slope. It's got a wall of windows. The view is fan- going to be fantastic. I'm really excited for that. Um, and then we also have a little baseball facility going up near Malcolm. Okay. So we have just a wide range of things this summer. And I'm just, I can't wait to get some of that stuff posted on our website and get some pictures of it because it's going to be really fun. And, and we're going to need to update some of our brochures because these builds are evolving so quickly into some of the, the coolest structures. Mm-hmm. On the residential Schaus barn, um, barn dominiums, do you see more people just doing it on a concrete slab or do you see them actually putting them on a basement or is it kind of equal? <clears throat> um, most of them are going to do a concrite slab yeah. with a safe room. It's, it's more cost effective. It's a faster, cleaner build. And the safe room is really, they're just wanting something for storms. Here in, in the Midwest, we need that, don't we? <laughs> yes, we do. We do. Last night, there were some storms. Yes, through. there was. So yeah, like I said, it just the Shouses and Barn Dominiums are becoming so very popular. And uh, here at Rural First, you know, with our one-time close, we really want to strive on um, educating our customers. There's there's a lot of different companies out there, but I think they're just becoming very popular. And, and like I said, educating the customer on where to start, you know, the plans and bids that you have are very important to us because there again, I do order that as completed appraisal. So I'm going to know, I'm going to want to know upfront what all is going into this project. Yeah. And along those lines, I think we've had some customers come in and they want to build in phases, which is fine if you're not, if you're a cash builder, but you know, I, I try to tell them, 
you can build the garage and then pull your camper in and live in it and work on it, which a lot of people do. Um, More power to them. I'm not sure my marriage could survive (laughs) that, but that's great. But I'm like, you know, there is a time limit on a lot of these loans. I think you have to have it done within a year. You have to have it done within so many months. And so um, you can do, you can build in phases if that works for you. But for some of these that have loans, you know, you, there is a timeline that needs to be involved. Yeah. And we do require 12 months, you know, we want it built within then. And, and like you said, you're, the outer exterior structure could go up very quickly, but we still need the interior done. Mm-hmm. You know, we can't accept an appraisal based on just a shell with nothing in it. Right. Because to right. us, um, it's not a very resaleable, obviously, um, property. Do you find when people come to you that they already own the land that they're wanting to put this on? Or some some are very new. They know they want to do this, but they don't have land yet. Or do you you find the difference so we, there? We, we get a lot of both. So yeah. a lot of people said, you know, I have 12 acres here. I've got a section here and we want to build this. Or we have a lot of young um, couples that are moving back to the farm and there's nowhere for them to live. And so um, they're they're getting set up that way. Then we have others that come up to me and they have their plans in hand. This is what I want, yes. but I can't find any land. And I'm like, you know, I can refer them to some realtors in their area um, and we can help them a little bit that way. But that's, as you know, that's kind of a trick. You know, yes. land is not easy to find in a lot of areas. Nope. And, and once it's for sale, it seems to go fast. So yes. yes. And it seems to go high. You know, yep. it's it, it's a tough market out there for that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, it all depends on do you want, you know, two to five acres or, you know, if it's dad's land and we're wanting to build on 40 or 80 acres, that's fine. That's fine for rural first farm credit. But it is. It's hard to find land today. Yeah. Yeah. So one other thing I wanted to mention about what makes us different from some of the other companies Uh is that we do have a five-year workmanship guarantee. And so a lot of builders will just do one year. I think the state of Nebraska requires a year. Uh Um, But, you know, if something hasn't gone wrong in five years, it's probably not going to. So we like, we'll we'll come back and fix anything that needs fixed if if there's a workmanship problem. Oh, that's very nice. Very, very important to the customer. Yes. Yes. This has been an exciting episode. Like I said, it is it is fun to share and educate customers on the Shouses and Barn Dominiums. Um, like we said, they're becoming so popular. They There's are. so many different um, ones you can build. There's so many different floor plans. And kind of if you dream something, you know, hopefully we can we can be able to put it together for you. Absolutely. I love seeing what customers come up with and about it. Every time that uh, they come up with a new idea, I'm thinking, I want one of those. Too. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I tell my husband, if I had to do it over, I just want, I want it all on one level and, and just build that, that open, that open dream. Cause yeah. they're fun. They it's fun. fun to see when it's all over what they've done and everybody has just unique and different ideas. It's, it's fun. It's to amazing. It's a lot of fun. I, I love my job. Yes. Good. Well, thank you, Kirsten from Cretel Buildings. And thank you for joining us on this episode of Living Rural. We hope you have found value in the information we have shared and we release new episodes each week and look forward to seeing you next time.